check, check, mic check. Show presented by Maxis Tires, 100% goggles, decal works, get data, and vertex on clubmx.com. Taking your calls and looking ahead to the races with your host, Steve Mathis. Yeah, welcome everybody. Fly Racing Moto 60 Show. We're live. It's 11 a.m. Thursday, August 17th. Just two nationals to go. We have uh, this weekend in Bud's Creek and next weekend Ironman. And then, of course, the three SMX races are coming in. 702-586-7857. Give us a call. Let's, uh, let's talk uh, moto. Let's talk uh, MXGP. Let's talk Canadian moto. Let's talk, uh, yeah, whatever you got. Uh, let's do it. So thank you to the folks at uh, Fly Racing for making this show happen. 2024 stuff is out. Fly Racing S, Formula S helmet. It's a smart helmet. And the guys there have done a really good job with it. Please go on their website and read all about it. It's a GPS tracker inside a helmet. Works with your phone, uh, an app on your phone, and uh, keeps you safe, man. Tells you how hard you hit, how hard you crashed, uh, all the forces, uh, how long you've been riding for. It can also alert authorities if you're, like, unconscious and need help and haven't moved for a while. It is a truly a smart helmet. The folks at Fly Racing have done a good job with that. So please check it out. And, of course, their 2024 20, gear, uh, really, really good stuff. Really nice. Nice. Uh, thank you to the folks at Plum Creek Funding, Maxis, 100%, Decal Works, Get, Vertex Pistons, all on board with us. Maxis Tires, soft to intermediate, intermediate to hard tires are now available, brand new, developed by uh, Jeremy McGrath, uh, used by A-Ray, used by Jace Kessler uh, over the, this past year. And, uh, yeah, really good stuff, man. And light truck tires, trailer tires, mountain bike tires, Maxis.com. They support us. They support the Swap Moto guys. They do a lot for the sport, the guys at Maxis. So if you're looking for a tire... For anything, just about, check out Maxis.com. Shop.maxis.com, I should say. Uh, thank you to those guys. Jason Wygant on the show today for the full hour. Yeah, he's pulling pulling double duty because JT's flight got jacked up. Uh, so, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll have Weege on. Uh, working the videotape and all of that. Coming in a little too late for my liking, but he is ready to go. The Travis Marks. What's up, Marks? You're unbelievable. What? What do you mean? We're too late. Yeah, I just would like to see you seated, ready to go a little earlier. There was it, no it, panic. It, it, we, were, we were prepped. Show's there, on time. There it's is. subjective. It was to his liking, yeah. so please take that into consideration. Thank you. Okay? Thank you, Mr. Yes. Legendary. Uh, about your hurt weenus over there. And uh, that's just Legendary. What's up, Tits? Yep. Hi, Steve. Thanks for coming in, buddy. Glad to be Thanks here. Thanks for Thank coming you. in early. Yep. Thanks for being alert and ready. Ra- wrapping up your arm, the yep. whole thing. Yep. yep. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. Um, um, yeah, Marks, you know, just some some people shine. We'll do better next week. All right, okay. Especially because there's no show. <laughs> there isn't. You're right. Yep. Uh, good one. Thank you. Good one, Mark. Thank you. Uh, a lot of pros making their debuts at Bud's Creek this weekend as well. Uh, Juju Bomer, 
Casey Cochran. I think Mark Phineas is racing. Um, so, yeah, we'll talk about that and more with Wygant. And, um, you know, maybe some uh, some other things going on as well. 702-586-7857. Got some lines open. And uh, we're going to get Jason Wygant on the phone. Look, we've said it over and over. Hunter Lawrence has been the best guy in the 250 class. He really has been. But, you know, Justin Cooper got it to, to 22. Won the second moto at Unadilla. 22 is nice with four motos to go, but 22 isn't that comfy. So I want to talk to Wygan about that a little bit because Justin Cooper, um, you know, we've seen things happen to Hunter Lawrence, and Justin Cooper's right there. And wouldn't that be something, right? Wouldn't that be amazing? I mean, again, Hunter's been the best guy. I'm not saying he's not, but, man, you just leave those doors open a little bit, and uh, you never know what can happen. Of course, Justin Cooper trying that electronic power steering this weekend in Moto One, kind of definitely thinking that it affected him pretty good the way he dropped back and then won second moto. Uh, so, and also, too, uh, SMX races coming up. I want to talk to Jason Wygan about that, too, because I found something out about the purse money this week that I, I did not know. So we'll, uh, we'll dive into that and more uh, from RacerX Online. He's also the voice of the motocross series. Jason Wygan, what's up, Weege? Yeah. Thanks for pulling the whole show today, the whole wait. It's all on you. Well, we know we can't count on JT. Nope. He never wants to do media. He's never available. Yep. Appreciate uh, that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's, he's always hard to get a hold of. No, absolutely. No, absolutely. Uh, yeah. By the way, we're giving yeah. away a set of 100% goggles and a Fly Racing Universal jersey as well to a couple of lucky callers. I said the voice of motocross Weege, when I brought you on, Weege, but do we know? Are you the voice of SMX? Is anything, is anything uh, uh, planned for that yet? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, it is an all-hands-on-deck show. All the faces that you've seen throughout the year will all be part of all the shows, mm. except for this one guy who quit. He's no longer part of TV. Do you oh, remember him? Yeah, no, no. Um, you don't remember him. You don't remember him. Yeah. He... he would have been a part of it. He was supposed to be a part of it. He chose not to be part of it. But the rest of us, <laughs> yeah, I'll be doing it, uh, JT. Uh, I think the goal is to maybe have uh, Todd Harris even host like a pre- pre-race, you know, halftime desk type thing. Okay. I haven't heard the latest on that. But, yep. oh, yeah, it, the, the, the goal is all hands on deck, and I'll definitely be part of it. The guy that, yep. that quit, did you still wear LBC, LBC gear? He claims he's a fly athlete. He even had a number one jersey for his regional lights arena cross title. But, oh, yeah, I guess yeah. it was LBZ at one time. Yeah, I think so. Yep. Um, yep. All right, lots to get into um, when it comes to this. And I want to talk to you about the purse money for SMX, too, because I just found this out this week, and I, I didn't know this. Um, I want Let's talk amateurs first, uh, because you know me, a big, big amateur oh, guy. But, but they're, they're turning pro. Casey Cochran, Phineas, Juju, the jet ski kid. Uh, of course, yeah. Daxon Bennett has been racing, but now he's officially pro. Um, yeah. do, you, do you think any of these kids are going to do anything? Like, Are they all kind of Bennett leveled? Or is there one that you like better than what Daxon's been doing, which I think is more than respectable? No, I don't think um, you're going to see you know a guy win a moto or anything. Yes, yeah. exactly. Like Daxon's been good. He's been hovering top ten. Um, I think when you had me on the show when he was debuting, wherever that was, Millville, oh Redbud, I said you know twelve, twelve would be nice. Yeah, um, and he's pretty much been right around that, maybe a tad bit better. Mm-hmm. But um, no, I don't think this is. I don't expect it to be anything where they're going to whole shot and win the moto. Maybe they'd whole shot and make some noise. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. winning or podiuming right off the rip, I, I don't yeah. expect that. And as always, you can call me a hater if it happens. So, uh, yeah, so 9 to 12 for these kids, 9 to 15 for these kids-ish, they'll all be around there. Or do you like yeah, one I mean, better just, than the other? 
Um, I mean, it's funny. There's so much perspective here. So there's two schools of thought on the Cochran situation. Uh, he came straight from the B class. He had to do what Deegan did last year, which is squeezing a amateur race, I think Friday, Unadilla, and then he went to another track, Flying Dutchman or something like that in Pennsylvania on Sunday to earn points to become pro, whereas Benick and uh, Bomer and Finnis, they've been racing as expert riders all year, so they're already in. So in one way, I'm hearing people say, well, wait a minute, Cochran is a B-level rider. He's one year behind, mm-hmm. and he's already competitive with these guys, so doesn't that mean ultimately he'll be better? That's one school of thought. The other school of thought is they're all the same age. Yeah. Cochran's one year behind because he was he wrote a one twenty five for Husky for a year, so yep. it like he took an extra year of school. So is the long game better or are they actually the same age and you should judge them on the exact same curve? Uh I don't know. Okay. That's what makes it so hard. Yep. Yeah. Uh news this week too, Beaumair. Is it Beaumair? Bo Beaumont? I I, I don't uh, it's like Boomer, I believe. Okay. Yeah. He's he's on the Red Bull team for next year. Dude, I did not expect, or I didn't know that. I figured they had something brewing with him, but I didn't know it was like that level. Like, I guess he's basically Volan's ride, right? I would think so, right? Like, I mean, that's pretty legit. I didn't know exactly. I mean, I didn't think they were letting him go by any means, but mm-hmm. I didn't know it was like straight to the truck. Yeah. So I was going to yeah. ask you, you're pretty surprised then at this. Yeah. Uh, I didn't hear about it happening. I wouldn't say like I'm shocked, but mm-hmm. I just had not heard that that's what they were going to do. But he did too well this year for them to, to I guess, not do it. Uh, and the one thing about him, I feel like we've already seen, I think he's going to be way better at Supercross than Motocross. Yeah, it seems so like it, right? I would say, yeah. yeah, I would say um, if he doesn't do great at these, I'm assuming I'll race Ironman also, if he doesn't do great at these, don't judge too harshly. Because I feel like, dude, when we watch the Futures guys, especially in practice in Supercross, to me it's a surprisingly noticeable difference between watching the 250 class and the Futures. I figured out ah, all these kids, they got factory bikes and they get to ride the test track. It'll be within a few percentage points. But no, man, like you can see them in whoops. You can see them hesitate. Um, you know, they're, they're riding the track. They're not racing the track. He's the only one this year to me that looked like anybody else. So that speaks to something that he must have special for Supercross. So I, I feel you'll see his best stuff in mm-hmm. uh, January, February, whenever he starts racing. All right, sounds good. And then, yeah, Cochran sounds like he's going to be on the team full-time as well next year for the Rockstar Energy guys. So, um, yeah, we got some, some kids jumping up. Um, That's probably the small spot, I would think, right? I would think so, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I talked to yeah. Jalik at Washougal, and he said he would hope to stay there, but he hadn't heard yet. But then when I cut, Oh, it's not over. Well, no, no, this was Washougal, so maybe things have changed since then. Because mm-hmm. uh, you look at uh, Gilliam Ferris. Perez is going there. Oh, that's right. They yep. signed him. Yep. yep. So it looks like Swole doesn't have a spot, um, although we think he might end up at Triumph with Bobby Hewitt at some point. Yeah, but not yeah. at uh, Husky. Yeah, the Ferris thing we definitely did not know at Washougal. No, no. Yeah. Um, yep. All right, so yeah, it's going to be interesting. So Bud's Creek this weekend. Yeah. When I say Bud's Creek to you, just Bud's Creek, what do you think of? Oh, God, do I... I just have to give you Bud's Creek 03 first moto. I mean, do I no, to do that? no. I mean, that's what I think of. But I, I'm, I'm asking you. Like, what, is, what does this track mean to you? This national mean to you? Like, I think of Des Nations. I think of 03 for me. I think of Danny Smith tearing every ligament in his knee in '98, and me being screwed. Oh. Uh, yeah. So a lot of things. Oh, so much, dude. Uh, obviously, Des Nations 07 really sticks out. But uh, this was a race that was drivable from New Jersey. So before I even. Did this for a living. I was able to get down there and watch a few mm-hmm. races. Even one of the horribly attended USGPs. Oh, you went with uh, when Wyndham won? When K-Dub won? Yes. Yep. What the heck? 
I can't even remember. Was that 98 or 99? 99. Something 99. Like that. 99. It's only three and a half hours from the house, or actually from my college apartment, I could get there. So a lot of memories of Buds. But here's what's interesting to me, real quick. I feel like there was a time where Buds was getting kind of uh, beat down by the riders. Like, um, you know, one year, I think 06, Carmichael went on a rant about the track there. Mm-hmm. Or no, 07, just like he did at Unadilla. And the farewell tour, he was being no holds barred on the track prep. Um, and somewhere along the way, this all tracks do this, Steve. You notice this. They go through like this low where people get over it. And then they start having this renaissance. Now, I don't remember, tell me if I'm wrong, I don't remember 20 years ago people saying, like, love Bud's Creek. Bud's Creek's the best. Bud Creek's my favorite track. Bud's Creek is awesome. I hope Bud's Creek sticks around forever. But I do feel like I hear that now. No, I feel like it's always been some people's really favorite tracks. Oh, yeah, okay. I do. I do. Okay. I, I've heard that over the years from different guys. Okay. Yep. I know JT ranted about how much he loves it, and I'm yeah. like, I, I do not remember guys ever identifying. They just go to the standard Red Bud Millville. Yeah. Stuff like that. And it's going really well now. So Ezra Beasley, Jonathan's son, he bought the track from his dad. I think he's done awesome stuff. And we've got this really good contingent of privateers in that area. So I feel like it's almost like a Bud's Creek heyday right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, maybe so. Um, It is a good track. I wish they'd change the start. I don't know if that'll ever happen. I just don't like the starts that – you know, favor the the inside guys. Although I believe they moved the gate a few years ago to make it a little it's not closer. as bad as yeah. it was. Right, it's a little it, better. It looks like the same old thing, but if you look, I think at the actual starts, I feel like there's a wider variety um, than it used to be the nation's time. Um, so I did a privateer podcast with Hari Coolis yesterday. Really good guy, uh, Hari. Hari and um, Hari. I th- huh. I was telling him, I'm like, hey, like Tanaliak showed up. Coolis is here. Uh, Van Burkle, the guy that did the double, uh, he was there. Krestinoff, who won Lomo back in the day, showed up for Southwick. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got we got the guy from Rubini from uh, from France. Uh, the Pope mm-hmm. has been there all the time. Boutron, of course, are our favorite. Like, mm-hmm. I just don't remember a national season where we had so many oddballs showing up and racing, and I love it. It's great. I think it's really cool. Yeah, absolutely. And I can't point to a reason why what i always say is that when you're trying to find a trend you can't just talk about what's going on now you have to look at if something has changed so i mean let's be honest it's you don't get paid purse money to raise gps and it's expensive to even get in you kind of got to be on a team i think they allow what do they allow wild cards they do like some, that. yeah yeah some wild cards okay so that might be a factor but that didn't change this year that's not new mm-hmm. you know nothing about the series is new this year the purse money has gone up but i don't even know if the riders know that you know what I mean? That's not the difference. It's the same track, same schedule. I don't know. I don't know what yeah. fundamentally has changed. I could see in the future when people see this SMX thing and they realize how easily you could qualify if you're a really fast GP guy, you know, and you can get a handful of top 10 motos and you're in. I could see that eventually doing it. But this year, I don't think people are even aware of that. I don't know why that would be different this year, but it's been cool. And it's definitely a trend. Why? I yeah. don't know. Yeah, it's it's so random to see these guys show up. I mean, Coolis and Krestinov and Leok, and these are world-class racers. They did the GPs for, you know, they have 800 GP starts, you know what I mean, combined with them. And and Boutron as well. Uh, you know, it's just really, really neat to see these guys show up, and, and they seem to be having a good time, you know. So, I don't know. Here's May- the difference. Yeah. We've seen visitors, I think, that are factory guys. Like, you know, DeSalle almost won Unadilla one year over Dungy. Yep, yep. I remember Gareth Swanepoel coming over. I think he was Cali GP guy at the time. 
Stribos, Stribos came with us all one time. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we've seen a lot of that. But I feel like this tier of guys who have to, I guess, put together some sort of team, deal, spend some money, find mm-hmm. a guy to help, that, that is what's different than in the past when, uh, you know, factory guys, it's not as easy. I don't think Hurling said to jump through a lot of hoops no. to race 2017 Ironman. Yeah, yeah. KTM handled it. <laughs> uh, these guys had to put together logistics to make yeah. it happen. Yeah. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, Coolis, uh, our buddy Alan Brown, uh, arranged the Estonian uh, semi for Disnations for many years. Oh. So Coolis knew Alan. Alan knew a guy in Canada. The guy in Canada got Coolis the bike and the parts and everything. So, yeah, that's how it all kind of came together. Motocross is awesome. Yep. You're just not going to work like this in most high-end motorsports. No. Because it's more bike than rider, and if you get a decent – stock bike with some stuff on it you can compete at the highest level and honestly they're yeah they're not even buying he probably wrote it and they'll just give it back to the guy or something right yeah yeah he said it was borrowing stuff yeah it's just not happening i feel in that way in uh, other sports and so the bike he put an ecu on it and he put his pipe on it and the bike basically got almost two hole shots you know bro you had jace kessler ride your bike at a national (laughs) I did. That's right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. Where, is it, where else is this happening at this level? Yeah. You broke my wheel. Yeah. Broke my uh, wheel. Yeah. Um, uh, all right. We've got a lot of phone calls here. Jason Wygant on the uh, on the phone here, Moto 60 Show. Thank you to the folks at Decal Works. PulpMX23 is the code to save. Ron and the boys down at Decal MX doing great things. Uh, they can get your uh, custom graphics to you real quick. You can get the proof. You can design it. You can pick your number font. You can pick, put your stickers on it. Put your sponsors on it. PulpMX23 is the code to save with Decal Works. Please check those guys out. They even uh, gave Wygant some stickers, and I don't know if they gave you new ones to replace these horrific ones you put on. Well, that was my fault for putting them on bad, but I do have a fresh batch. Oh, okay. Uh, luckily, my son is in school right now. He's not listening to the show, but he's got a fresh set of uh, graphics for his YZ65 uh, for his birthday, which will come up in about three weeks. So okay. thank you, Decal Works. Thank yep. you. Perfect. Awesome. All right, let's yep. get to some phone calls here. We got a combine question comment taylor what's up man yeah what's up yeah right, so, love it <laughs> so the combine is pure amateur right yeah so why can't we just let the guys do a couple motos on the pro circuit to feel how it is to actually ride pro mo- pro nationals well they do they ride the full track they do that too yeah, <laughs> yeah but it's but it's against amateurs yeah, but they let them race a couple. Also, if you choose, you can race a national against pros, you know, as long as you don't score 40 points. Um, so they let them do either or. Yeah. You can race a national yeah. right now as an amateur. Just don't score 40 points. Yeah. Like Bennett race Red Bud and Mildill. Like Loretta is yep. kind of tight deal. I don't – it's on yeah. the tr- – Taylor, it's on the motor – the real national track, these combines. There's two of them this year. Yeah, it's on a real track, but it's against their – Okay, so then if you want, you can race the national, for, but not – you know, but don't score 40 points. So I'll give you the perfect the... explanation here, Taylor. I'll explain it exactly. We had a combine at Redbud. Casey Cochran chose to race the combine against amateurs only, but Daxton Benning said, I don't want to do the combine. I want to race the pros, so he raced the pro race. Same track. One was Friday, one was Saturday. Take your pick. So you can line up with the pros or do the combine. Yeah, and it's kind of like it depends on where you are in your development. And what we were talking about at the beginning of the show is that Cochran was still considered intermediate, B-rider, first year on a 250F. And Bennett's like, I raced the combine on a 250F last year, so I'm looking for another level. All right, so Taylor. lined up with the pros. Yeah. He did. Yep. 
It, I don't understand yep. this stuff. It's so confusing. Not really. <laughs> I, we just laid it out for you. All right, Taylor, have a good day. You'll get there. You'll get there. You'll, you'll, you'll get there when it's time. Uh, Thomas, what's up, man? You want to talk about Joe Shimoda? Yes, sir. So, both on and off the track, we know Shimoda's not necessarily known as the most aggressive guy, right? Yes. Watching this weekend, we all saw Hunter was coming up. He was going to pass him. But going into that left-hand corner, it seemed like Shimoda really just kind of pulled up, almost like he was a lapper, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Is this something, if you're the team, because I feel like this is not the first time we've kind of seen this, especially against the Lawrence brothers. Oh, no. We uh, if... we were making fun of him for this block pass <laughs> attempt in Supercross last year. Oh, uh, it was absolutely it. horrific. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so the overall... I mean, Deegan passed him from the outside, and it's like, and I think he knows it and they know it. Like, Deegan got half a wheel in front of him on the outside in that corner, the very, very far back of the track, and... It's like, we knew it, everyone knew it, Joe knew it, Hayden knew it. Like, I'm on the outside, but you are not running it in on me. I will just take the line and I will pass you and you're not going to hit me. And he didn't. Exactly. So if you're the team, and especially with him, you know, looking at doing what he's doing next year, how do you breach that with him? Because I'm sure, you know, obviously he's a great rider and the results he's getting now, being the way he is, awesome. How do you go forward with that and try and instill a little bit more of that aggressiveness in him to try and get him to that level where he needs to be in order to be the champ? Yeah, I think they have to do it. I think they yeah. do. I think – no, I'm not sure if they have, and a lot of it you know, might have to filter through. He's working with Nick Way these days. By the way, Steve, do you know that's going to have to change, I would think, right? I mean, he's going to be pretty much part of the Lawrence program, isn't he? I would think so, right? Yeah, I don't know for sure. I haven't heard. Uh, but, yeah, yeah. I, I, would think, I would think he's relocating and all of that, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Hymas uses – Hymas is with the Lawrences, but he uses Burner, but I kind of feel like Burner's part of the Lawrences in a side – capacity anyway so it's somewhat integrated okay whether it's nick way next year or not i guess isn't the point yeah but i feel like yes and Stu talks about this along in his pod about how the other riders know once they know that you're never going to hit them back they will use and abuse you and if you're coming through traffic and you get a bad start it's that much easier on them because they're like oh that's shimoda behind me i don't have to worry that last inch on the inside he's not going to run it in so i think someone's going to at some points, they either have or they're going to have to say, like, look, man, you have to do it once or twice just to show everybody that you cannot be pushed around. And then once you establish that, you're good. But you have to show them. I can't imagine he hasn't been told that already. And maybe he just says he sucks at it. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe he has tried. Yeah. But for sure, I think somebody's got to impress upon him. Because I agree, it does hold him back. Yep. Uh, yeah, Thomas, you know that the Honda guys will be, you know, trying to get that through to him right um next year because yeah it's i mean sometimes in supercross it was really bad um so thanks for the call man appreciate it thank you thank you you know there's there's a there's a couple people in industry that you know i i respect and they're mutual friends of ours Weege, and they're just like look man joe's never going to be a champion he wins races when he's out of it he he you know he doesn't perform when he's looked upon as a champion as a title threat and, you know, when he is kind of thought of that, he doesn't come through until sort of there's no pressure. I'm not there, but I, these people aren't – that's not a terrible point to make. No, I mean, I think there's evidence. Um, I, I think sometimes circumstances can overwhelm that. You know, depending on who's in and out of the class, mm-hmm. you can still win maybe without every single intangible anyway. So yeah. I don't want to say never. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, I do think it holds him, holds him back. I mean uh, – you know, and there's a million things behind the scenes. Maybe he's not happy with his bike or something else right mm-hmm. now. But after he won the second moto at Southwick and was leading the next moto at Millville and the points were close, I'm like, this could be it. 
This yep. could be it right here. Yep. He turned it up in the second half of last season. If he does that exact same thing like he's yep. doing right now, he can be your champ, and he hasn't done it nope. since. I agree. Uh, oh, yeah. by the way, did you uh, look at that stat that I um, that I, I put out on Twitter? I think it's – I didn't like 100% check it, but I 90% checked it. Um, Cowie has never not won a race in any class since 1982. Well, yeah, you keep saying 82, but you mean the last season they didn't win was 81. Yeah, sorry, 81. Yes, yeah. they did. the yeah. last time they didn't win was 81. So it's 82 incredible. on up. Uh, they've won a race in some class at some point, and they have yeah. not won anything with nope. two races to go. And I guess we can count the SMX if they pull that off too. Um, which, yeah. by, by the way, Forkner, if he, he's going to get in the LCQ, it looks like, with any kind of decent finishes. And Forkner I don't know, could man. Be, it's going to be really tough now. No, we did the math on Monday night. It's it's fine. He needs like a couple of elevens, marks, right? Oh, okay, right, marks. No. Well, well, Clinton two going 11s. into Unadilla, Clinton said he needs to, I think, average twelfth in each moto, and then he got a zero, but then he got a fifth, so maybe that averaged out. Actually. Yeah, yeah, maybe, we, maybe we, he's still in that zone. It's two twelfths and four motos. Two twelfths and two elevens would get him in. Oh, that's it. okay. Two twelfths and two elevens. So, how right, he still got it? Yeah, I think yep. I think he's got a chance, and and he could be spicy at NSMX, right? Like getting in, like so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, he'll be almost two months back at that point yeah. from when he started. Yep. Yeah. Uh, all right. Sean's on one. Sean, what's going on? What's your question for Weege? Hey, Steve. Thanks for taking my call. Yeah. Actually, a question for both of you guys. Okay. Um, are, have either of you heard of the Q collar? Yeah. Yeah, I know all about it. How come, yeah. How come there's no pros or I didn't see any amateurs at Loretta's wearing it? How come? Uh, Weege, you know what this thing is? No. What is this? It's, uh, it's a thing that goes on your neck, helps reduce concussions. It's 200 bucks. Uh, ish, I believe. Uh, I don't yep. know if it works. I have no idea, Sean, if it works or do we know? I, I know what you're talking about. I've seen it in football, right? But I don't know. Yeah, I just got one, and I'm going to use it this season. So I'm just curious. You know, it seems to be the technology behind it seems very simple, but mm-hmm. logically it makes a lot of sense. It keeps more blood up around your brain, so it adds a little bit of cushioning in case you have an impact. It's not really mm-hmm. to prevent a concussion per se, but it's the smaller impacts that can lead, you know, that can build mm-hmm. over time, right? Yeah. yeah. So, sure. Well, I was just surprised that I hadn't seen anybody in motocross wear it. So. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, good, good, good point. But my, other, my other question for you both of you is, you know, there's been a lot of analysis done comparing, you know, Chase's riding style and Jet's riding style, right? Now, if, if if everything turns out the way a lot of his fans are saying, Deegan may be racing with those guys the next two to three years, right? What? What? But Deegan, what? No, what? No, no, he won't. If he wins, if he wins uh, two Supercross, I mean, Deegan, Deegan's in years. this. Deegan, yeah, Deegan is in this two fifty class for at least the next two years. Right. That's what I'm saying. Right. So in three years, he, he yeah. may be racing the Lawrences, right? Maybe. Maybe. Okay. Just here. Either way, Steve doesn't get angry. Just say four years. Just say four years. Yeah. yeah I just, just do that. Yeah. There we go. Just say four. Yeah. Okay. Steve, you happy now? Sooner or later, it's going to happen. So yeah, when you. you look at Deegan, you know, when you look at Deegan's riding style compared to Hunter's or, or Jet's, you know, Deegan uses so much energy. He's all over the bike, whereas Jet and Hunter are so smooth. You think Deegan's going to have to modify his riding style to be able to hang with the smoothness of the two brothers on a bigger bike? Well, Sean, I would tell you this, and I think uh, Jet Lawrence is a different rider on a 450 than a 250. He was good on a 250, don't get me wrong, multi-time champion and all that. But to me, on the bigger bike with the more horsepower, his riding style shines. You know, like when I watched him on a 250F, I didn't look at Jet on a 250F and be like, oh, man, he's next level, look what he's doing. He looked great, of course, but he also looked like a lot of 250 riders where he had to hang it out, hang off the back, 
take the wide lines, be wide open, all the things you need to do with a smaller motor, right? He gets on a bike with a bigger motor. He's able to uh, accentuate his riding style, and now he looks incredible. So I would think that some of Deegan's – and you're right. He uses a lot of energy. He's all over the place. But he's also – so did Carmichael when he turned pro. And then Ricky figured it out and got a little smoother. So I would say, Sean, to me, uh, a lot of what we see is because he's on a 250F and he's a kid. Weege, what do you think? This is a fascinating point uh, that you brought up because I actually heard, I don't know any names, but some people in the Deegan camp reached out to another rider who may or may not own the previous have owned the land that uh, Deegan and the star racing team uses mm-hmm. and um, pretty much asked the same question. Like to go to the next, everybody talks about this perfect form to go to the next level. Are we going to have to do that? And his advice, I'm not going to name names, but he might've owned the land where the team practices. Mm. That's called the goat farm now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think his point was, look, man, it's working. There's more than one way to skin a cat. And he is his own, this person I'm not name is his own example. I don't, did anyone ever hold up? Shoot. Do I have to say his name? Well, he goes by the initials RC. I'll just go with that. Did anyone ever hold him up for the textbook riding style? Like, this is how you do it? No, I don't believe so. No. Did it work? Yeah, it seemed to work. Yep. Yes. Yep. So I think I think that was his advice. Like, you don't need to reinvent the wheel here. There's more than one way to get it done. And, yes, one might look prettier or smoother or better. But there's been a ton of those guys. I mean, Jet might be the highest level of it, but there's been plenty of smooth guys before, mm-hmm. and they don't always dominate. Sometimes other guys beat them. So I, I think they were asking, and they're curious. But it might be like, look, man, you do what works for you. You play to your strength. Yeah. But a great question because I know that they're actually trying to find the answer themselves. In fact. I just think of Carmichael number 70 and his riding style and his body shape. And then Carmichael in 2003, right? Uh, and the way he rode. Um, he still pinned it, and don't get me wrong, all that. But it was not as not – as, Reckless because he was on a bigger bike. He was able to control it more and all of that. Uh, Sean, good question, though. You want a pair of goggles or, or universal jersey? Fly race? Oh, thank you. Yeah, thank you, Steve. Yep. I appreciate the goggles. All right. We'll put you on yep. hold, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. I like this, uh, I like this discussion because um, I think it's better to have two guys with two totally different styles battling. I think that's what makes it interesting. That's what made, say, you know, Wyndham versus RC or Rainer versus RC so interesting, right? It was two different ways to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but also, I think it's key to remind everybody that Jet has this amazing style, and he's literally undefeated right now. So it starts to look like that is the only way. Like, unless you do it like that, you cannot beat this person. Yeah. But it is an interesting reminder to be like, we have seen it go the other direction before, and that doesn't mean it can't be done another way. And that's, you know, that's one of the cool things about the sport. Like, I've asked so many people this year, like, what is Deegan doing to go so fast? And no one has been able to name anything besides grit, heart, determination, yeah, he's, he's in shape. Well, he's loose, right? He's very loose, and it's working for That's him. That's it. Yep, yep. And, and honestly, just being able to be loose and being comfortable going that fast, and right, he doesn't crash. Yeah. I mean, he has zero record of huge injuries as an amateur or as a pro. Yep. If you can go 10% looser than everybody else, Maybe you make up for all the other things in technique, and hey, we're back to even here, buddy. All right, I don't even want to take this call, but I'm going to take oh. this call. Oh, Jason, what's up? What's your question? Uh, is uh, Jed allowed to allowed to run the number one plate this weekend? Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> I know Hunter got in shit for it last year in Supercross. Star was all pissed off about it, but 
Well, you know what? That makes it a great question, actually, because that would be the point. Uh, it, Steve is face palming right now, Steve, because you're saying the rule it's book just, would say you can't. Yeah, it's just, just, yeah, we have rules. This isn't NOM. There's, there's uh, a defending yeah. champion. He's got the number so one. The caller's making a great point. So it still belongs to Eli until the end of the year. Well, and it was stupid last year. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you mean this, that was this year? That was this year. Sorry, this year, yeah. Yeah, yeah I was just wondering if HRC was going to try and play that or what they were doing. You know, that was the funny thing. Star was not happy that they ran the number one plate um, when it had, because they're like, Christian Craig is the champion from last year. He is not racing the class any longer, but he is the only one that can run the number one. So you can't run it. So the Lawrences, you know, I think they had assurances it was okay. And I don't think a proper protest was filed. But (laughs) I think other teams are watching, and I don't think they're going to let it happen, especially because, ironically, again, the guy who would run the number one is once again a star rider. I don't think they're going to let it happen. Uh, It's it's ridiculous. Why would you? Yeah, don't even ask. Don't do it. You're champion next year, and that's it. (laughs) Like that. That. that, There's no. There's no end. Ends. That's it. It's. It's stupid. So thanks for the call, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yep. I just. I I don't think they'd ask for Jet. I think they just knew it was a. The opportunity to have two brothers both be champs on the same night and both be number ones was what made it more compelling. I don't think they're even interested in doing it right now. All right, Jonah's on four. He's got a question about the broadcast. Go ahead, Jonah. Hey, guys. I um, I don't know how much you guys watch F1 or even if you do at all, but last year they implemented the helmet cam into the broadcast, and it was a little shaky, kind of blurry. But this year they added it again, and it's cleared right up, and I was wondering if that is something we could expect to see in the broadcast later on or what's really oh, the they're trying hard for yeah, our... they really want to do it bad they've been working with multiple companies they even tried actually i think it was even at bugs creek last year they did a test and of course they used club mx uh, they probably expected that phil would be over there and he can be used as a test dummy for anything i mean lights mm-hmm. wiener stencil costumes you name it um yeah they did test one at, at bugs last year they actually showed me footage just recently and it was atrocious so that didn't work um, but they've got that company saying, I think they've got a new improved version that they want to test. And then I believe they're talking to some other, not F1, but other motorsports. Um, they are absolutely interested in it. It's way harder, uh, with dirt bikes, but, uh, cause you know, the size, the weight is a bigger factor. Like where do you even put this thing? Well, but, yeah, uh, because we can't want to do it bad. The, the GoPros are illegal now on the helmets. Um, yeah, it wouldn't be on the helmet right. rather. They're, it's, it's all going to be bike cams, Which, but um, Jonah, they want you, to do it bad. Jonah, did you watch some World Supercross coverage? Uh, I, just uh, highlights of it. Yeah, they 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 run some cameras. They run cameras all over the place. Uh, it didn't, oh, okay. How does it look? Yeah, not great. Yeah, not great. Yeah, yep. yep. So, um, yeah, yep. but just Jonah, just know this: we just trying to block it. I'm sure. I'm sure he's the voice behind me. It. What? Yeah, what? Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. All right. Thanks, Jonah. Yep. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, Fly Racing Moto 60 Show. Thank you to the folks at Get and Athena. Uh, get, get. The Honda HRC guys certainly got Get. And uh, get, gotten, getting is good right now, mm. the Honda HRC guys, because they are winning sure. everything. Uh, every sure. championship looks, yeah, well, we'll talk about the 50 class in a second with Weege, but, but it looks really good. Uh, Four-stroke ECUs, two-stroke CDIs. They ha- we know that the uh, fuel-injected KTM two-strokes aren't the greatest. Well, the folks at Get, their CDI will be dropping really soon. So email us using the contact form on pulpamex.com to uh, save with the folks at Get and Athena. And thank you to the folks at 100% as well. Pulp30 is the code to save. Jet Lawrence, 100%. Uh, Aaron Plessinger, 100%. Star Racing, 100%. Uh, Kyle Chisholm, 100%. And so on and so forth. Pulp30 is the code to save with those guys. And whether it's MLB, whether it's uh, street bike racing, whether it's uh, um, mountain bike, whatever it is, 100% has got a generation of athletes asking, how much effort do you give? 
pulp30 is the code to save with those guys. Uh, Weej, I did. So let's talk to these for a second. Like I mentioned this off the top for you. Hunter Lawrence has been the best guy. I don't want any hatred uh, from the comments on YouTube about that. But 22 points. Justin Cooper won the second moto. Like, yeah, it's not. I feel like most of us are giving Hunter this title with four motos to go after Deacon's DNF. But I would say, hold on a second. 22 points is still really close. It is shocking if you do the math. Now, look, they both missed two motos, basically. Yep. You know, Cooper didn't race high point, and Hunter lost first turn crash in a bike failure. It doesn't – okay, so in the, the motos that remained, mm-hmm. it seems like Hunter has been more than 22 points to the good over yes. Justin Cooper, doesn't it? Yes, it does. I mean, Absolutely. Yep. I feel like it'd be like 50 points ahead. Um, uh, Hunter had a point penalty at high point, but Cooper actually had a point penalty at red butt. I think his was a little bit smaller, but we're talking like two points. And – it's a matter of this. If Cooper doesn't run the EPS steering, let's say he goes 1-1 at Unadilla. Dude. Yeah. Dude. He's like 10 points down. Yeah. There's no way it looks like he would be that close. I feel like Hunter's beaten Justin Cooper in almost every moto. I don't even know how this math worked out, but yeah. you're right. It's nope. close. And Justin Cooper is still capable. It keeps not happening. But at any time, one of these days, he's going to go 1-1. <laughs> well, I don't know about that, but he can go 2-1 or 3-1 yeah. for the overall. <laughs> but he's got a puncher's chance every yeah. week of finally being the week. Now, by the way, not to give away everything we're going to use on the show, I was actually talking about this in a meeting yesterday, and I'm like, hey, Justin Cooper's 250 motocross career is almost over. Um, let's get some fold numbers on what he's done. And it's something startling where he is like fifth all-time in overall podiums. And like 45th mm-hmm. all-time in all-time wins. He's won four. I think he's won four nationals. Yeah, yeah. that's shocking. But he's had an unbelievable amount of podiums, like 50-something or something yep. like that. Yep. Um, that's got to be the biggest podium to non-win ratio ever. I don't know, maybe Chad Reed, somebody like that. But uh, it's crazy. So, And he, he hasn't won a race since 2020. Um, yeah. Or sorry, 2021. Didn't win one last year. Hasn't won one this year. Yep. I'm just saying he's good. And is there a chance he one ones it and Hunter pulls out a two three or something and next thing you know you're like oh we're only fourteen points going yeah. into the last week of the year yeah I just I mean yeah. look I still like Hunter I think you like Hunter we all think he's going to get it done but it yeah. feels like it should be more than twenty two I think you captured it by saying that it feels like it should yeah. be but it's not yeah I don't even understand how it feels like Hunter's beaten him in almost every month of this year I don't know how this is possible yeah no absolutely yeah. I think we're we're, we're going to have some good racing with four. Four to go because Justin Cooper will get starts. Hunter's starts have been okay. So generally yeah. speaking, Justin Cooper's going to be ahead of Hunter uh, in these last four motos, three out of the four or four out of the four, you know, based on how they normally start. So, and then it goes from there. Here's another thing I'm really interested in in this class. We had really something brewing there in that, sec- uh, that uh, sorry, the second half of that first Unadilla moto because I don't believe Hunter was worried about Hayden Deegan. I think he's like, you know, I just needed two weeks to get my ribs back and get in my program. Mm-hmm. I, this kid is good. I respect him, but I can beat him. Um, but I think Hayden is riding on some extra, just extra confidence after that Washougal ride. I mean, I talked to mm-hmm. Duff, the mechanic, and he's like, dude, he took a week off after Washougal, and when he came back to the track on Monday, he was still at another level than he'd ever been before. And then where did he do the damage at Washougal? The last five minutes of the moto, right? Mm-hmm. So I think Deegan just believes now. He's like, dude, if I get these guys on my site in the last five minutes, I can beat them all. I've got these guys. 
And that's kind of where we were in that first moto. Like, Vegan was putting it back together. They blew him by him early. He's putting it back together. And I just love the matchup of, if you're Hunter, you're like, no. You ain't going to beat me, kid. Yeah. And I think if you're Deacon, like, dude, I can beat you. I wanted to see that battle. I don't know who was going to win. I'm not picking favorites. I'm yeah. just saying that would have been awesome. Okay, so Deegan's 36 points behind. It's not as important now. But I still think the Washougal Deegan could still be amongst us. We just don't know. Well, that, that might be an interesting dynamic. Before his bike blew up, there, it was pretty impressive that he dropped back and then figured it out and was moving forward again. You know, that That's was, what I mean. Yeah. That was right. impressive. And then the second moto was room with the gate pick. So mm-hmm. we don't know. He could still be Washougal Hayden Deegan again this weekend. Is it going to be enough points? Probably not. Mm-hmm. But it's still, to me, this battle, I want to see it. And it could, it could happen here the yep. next two weekends. Uh, speaking of that, we have a call about Deegan on five. Justin, go ahead. What's your uh, point about Hayden Deegan? Yeah, I was just, I don't know how the, uh, the bond between the star guys are currently. Um, if Deegan was to do something kind of loose cannish, loose cannon style, uh, would you think the general public just point the finger at, at Hayden, or would there be like a reaction as to, oh, maybe maybe he was told to to mess with Hunter to help Justin out, but maybe these guys, I don't know, yeah. Justin's pretty quiet and i don't see these guys hanging out and biking like back in the Matasevich and ward days you know yeah i don't i don't i mean if anything happens there will be that 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 theory will be out there justin because that's how we the world we live in now but i don't see that weege happening mm, i don't know i mean i there's these things are much more subtle do i see him just crossing across five rucks and cleaning hunter out to help his team with the title no but We'll never know the line. Okay, let's say he gets a good start, which he probably will. And let's say Hunter has to beat him from behind, which he probably will. You know, if he's riding really hard to stop him from getting past, are we ever going to know the difference between, well, that's the way Deegan rides. He's got that dog in him. He doesn't want to let anyone get by him at any time. Or he's doing it to help his teammate. We'll never know. We'll literally never know the difference. So, right. it's an interesting question. I think he will try, but I don't know if he's trying to help his teammate. Or yeah, just, or just trying to win, right? Yeah, exactly. Like I, yeah. I don't know. I mean, again, with Star, you know, they've done some things, right, with gate picks and teammates and things, and but I, I don't see it, man. I don't know. I just don't. <laughs> you know, but thanks. yeah. Do you yeah. think does 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 Hayden have a chip on his shoulder against Hunter, um, or is it just because you know they're both at the front often, um, or do you think it's more than that? Something off the track. No, I just think it's he's the guy and Hayden wants to win, right? You could if that, if that yeah. if you flipped it around and that was Joe Schmoda or Hayden would be doing the same thing, you know? Brian would be telling him to to say something about Joe Schmoda or, you know, whoever, <laughs> you know? I think yeah. it's just because oh, yeah. Hunter's the guy. Yeah. yeah. All right. Cool so, guys. Thanks, Thank man. you. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh we got uh, some other calls here. Uh Justin wants to talk about Jet. All right, Justin, let's talk about Jet. Well, my only question to you guys is like an opinion. I think we're all wanting to see this. Can we all just all collectively come together and hope for a shit start and then see if the kid can rip through the pack like we all think he can possibly can? I mean, what's your guys' opinion? Do you think he can actually do that, given that we all know he's super smooth and obviously he can run away and get a big gap? We all know that, but... Nobody has seen him actually rip through the pack yet on an on a rough, ragged motor track and actually take yeah. away a win like well, we used to see in, back in the day. When we just done stirring his cookie batter, 
or whatever he was doing. <laughs> I got to make lemonade. Kids coming over from school. Got to have it ready. So you were stirring, though. That was impressive that you figured that out. Well, yeah. yeah. Okay, all right. So his jet starts are so fucking good. Uh, yeah. yeah, but but we for you as a as a broadcaster, that would be awesome to call <laughs> if if this guy can't get it a start. Yeah, yeah, and I, I caution everything we're saying this year is like we're pumping up the possibility that someone can beat him just because it's compelling, not because people are rooting against him. Like, oh, maybe Fernandez will get better, or what happens when Sexton comes back? You're just looking for competition, not for someone necessarily to beat him. You just want it to be exciting, right? So yeah, I think honestly, everyone watching these next two races is probably going to be like, man, that'd be fun if he started seventh or something mm-hmm. to see if he could do it. That's because look, when he gets the whole shot, you kind of know how it's going to go. Now rip through the pack. I think that's a, I don't think that's an accurate term. I feel like honestly, Steve, I know you're going to agree with me. If jet starts 12th, how long till he's in third half a lap? Yeah. Yeah. Half a lap. Yeah. yeah. He, so really what it's going to come down to is could he say catch Sexton and Ferrandez if he's eight seconds behind? That's really what it comes down to. I don't think he's going to have to pass 20 dudes. I think he could pass 20 guys in half a lap mm-hmm. and be in third. It's, the real question is, if they – you know, he, Sexton is always trying to make up this two and a half seconds. If it's flipped the other way, does anything change? Can he not do it? Or is it like, no, if that's what I need to do, I could just do that also. That's the question I think that everybody is wanting to have answered. Yeah, yep. Should be Absolutely. great. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hey, do you want to fly racing Universal jersey? Sure. All Absolutely. Right. My right. kid would love it for sure. All right. Stay on hold. We'll get you that information. Thank you to Fly Racing. Flyracing.com. Uh, Formula S helmet. Weed, you have one. Have you worn it yet? I do. I have a smart helmet. Yes, I actually did. Um, I try not to ride this time of year because I don't want to go to the airport uh, messed up. Not worried about the helmet. Worried about breaking other limbs. Mm. But I did decide to bust it out. Um, week uh, Wednesday night before the ride is a Top Gun. Okay. And uh, I didn't crash, so I don't know what to say. Okay. I didn't right. test it. Well, sounds good. Um, yeah. All right, we got a we got a call about McAdoo. Did not think we'd get a McAdoo call. But go ahead, Cody. What's your question? Hey, how's it going, guys? Off topic question. Just curious. It looked like McAdoo was sitting twenty eighth in points for the SMX, but I know I'm not sure how it works. I listened to Forkner on your show saying had to be top thirty to get in. Is it looking like he's going to get in with the guys possibly catching him since? Uh, he's not racing. Yeah, he's back on the bike now. I saw that. Um, he yeah, t- twenty to thirty in points goes to an LCQ. Um, so you're not you you can line up for the LCQ, but you can't. You know you got to race your way in. He is twenty uh, eighth, and yeah, I mean we we think Forkner will pass him. We think Forkner can go eleven, a couple elevenths, and a couple of twelfths. I'm sorry, we think Forkner will get in there and bump Cole Thompson. Um, so yeah, McAdoo, and I'm looking at the list right now. Preston, Preston, our stats guy. He's anybody else that. you're aware There's of? No one that's going to catch on him. Yeah. Nah, Kilroy is 40 back. So, yeah. no, not going to do it. Baxton, Daxton yeah. Bennett is uh, 30 back. Could Daxton, no. could Daxton do it? So maybe Daxton could get in there. Um, well, even if Fortner and that would move him to 29th and then 30th, even yeah. if Fortner and Bennett did yep. it. Then Shock and our Thompson would be. seems to would, think he's good. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, then yeah, Shock and Thompson too. would be moved out. No, but Shock's not racing. So. You're right. Yeah. Like, if Forkner and Bennett get it done, that does not affect McAdoo. And, he, and, yeah, he's back on the bike now. So, yeah. Nice. Yeah, big McAdoo fan. Hoping, hoping to see him in there. Hoping he can just stay healthy, man. Like, you know, if you're Mitch Payton, you're going into the next year with Austin Forkner, Seth Amaker, and Cameron McAdoo as three of your four guys. Weege, 
If I told you any of those three won a title or any of those three got hurt and missed a bunch of races, you'd say, yep. Yeah. Right? It's a great point. Yeah. It's a great point. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, thanks for the call, man. Thanks, Cody. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yes, uh, we I want to talk about SMX for a second here before we wrap up. Uh, we got a, well, we got a little bit more time, but um, uh, SMX purse money goes straight to the teams. I found out this week. Who knew? Yeah, I'd heard they asked for that way back early in the year, and then I didn't know which direction it went. So I guess that's the direction it went. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is one of those things where I feel like it's always good intentions. I don't know where it's going to actually go when it actually happens. I, um, I boy, oh well, boy, I boy, I yeah. spicy. Some of these teams, quote unquote, oh boy. I know, but at the same token, anytime a team shuts down, or we hear a team is going to shut down. We always say this is tragic, this is terrible, we need those teams out here, this is bad. People are like, what's wrong with the sport? So this could be an attempt to alleviate that. So where are we at with it in that case? Yeah, I, uh, I like it, but I think it, should have been, I think it should have been ironed out beforehand because chances are that this is ironed out between the teams and the riders right now, zero. You know? Oh, like they, they, that they know? Yeah, like, like, yeah. like yeah. this should have been, we're paying SMX, Hey teams, do deals with your riders to yeah. purse money because now, God knows what can happen. Now you know because I talked to a rider on yeah. a factory team that was like, "What? Huh? He had no idea." Yeah, you know. So yeah, yeah it hasn't been ironed out. Yeah, I agree with you. It probably has definitely not been ironed out. At least on most teams, there yeah. might be some that are more organized than others. Um, but at the same time, anytime a team shuts down, it's Forrest Butler's team or our buddy or R.I.P. Corey Gibbs, whoever it might be. We're always like, this is horrible. This is terrible. We've yeah. got to fix this. Yeah. You know, the promoters, I think you've literally said the words, the promoters need to be paying these teams. Yeah, I, I, I often thought of something like World Supercross. So World Supercross, the teams get the money, and they do their own deals with the riders. And then, yeah, I, yep. I often have said that the team should get money from MX Sports and Feld for based on how many riders show up for them during the year or make the night show or something, you know? They should get, like, if you have two riders and they make the night show at all 17 supercrosses, you get X or whatever, you know? So it encourages you yeah. to field riders, it encourages yep. you to fill in, and it encourages you to hire good riders. So, Well, you're just having a similar concept, just a different way of executing it. Yeah, In yeah. the end, yeah. this is still like, hey, we are rewarding you for coming to our race. Um, now, I'm sure the intention isn't that the team is going to take all of the money, but I guess the point you're making is, who will do what? Yeah, I just as, like I I don't mind it. I'm fine with it. I like the World yeah. Supercross thing. But just you know yeah. that 95 percent of the teams have not worked anything out with their riders as of right now, uh, with a month away, a month out. That's, no, that's all. No, yeah. and we know that the factory teams they are not for profit entities. Um, if they want to kick, uh, okay, you won a hundred grand, but we're going to give four thousand to the motor guy. And four thousand to the suspension guy, mm-hmm. and four thousand to your mechanic, and four thousand to some other dude, and you're going to get um, eighty four thousand dollars. I think everyone would be like, you know what? Maybe the time has come yeah. for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's. I, I don't think. Do you think Factory Cowie is going to take seventy percent of Jason Anderson's money? No, I no. do not. No, no, I do not. But it's beyond that yep. where it could get dicey. But uh, at the same time, those are the teams that we keep saying somebody's got to help them out. So, yeah, yep. There you go. <laughs> uh, by the way, um, Tits has a question for you, Weege. Go ahead, Tits. Mm. Yeah. Uh, can you let us know what brand of lemonade you were making for the children? 
this would be uh, Pink Lemonade. It is Minute Made, and I got it at uh, BJ's Wholesale. Wow. Uh, a massive can wow. for very little money. I, I wouldn't have guessed that. They, they were talking on our Slack about <laughs> the powder well, maybe you what, bought. What, or Whether yeah, you would splurge yeah, yeah. for the great value you know, Walmart knockoff stuff, but you well, actually went for the Minute Made brand. Well, hold on. This is because my daughter had a uh, birthday party of the summer, and then this Barbie movie came out at the exact same time. So everything had to be pink themed. So mm. I was told to go and buy like pink drinks. Oh. And I'm like, I'm buying the can, the giant can, and I'm going to make everybody lemonade to the pennies on the dollar. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah. So I was still thinking that direction. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Makes Thank sense. You. Thank and, you. and never change. Yeah. We each never change. Um, yeah. Hey, uh, Plum Creek Funding, if you are looking to purchase a home this year, if you're a first-time buyer, you're an investor, if you've got a vacation home like Wygant, uh, Plum Creek Funding has programs really? to suit your needs. Oh. You already own a home, looking to pull cash out, Weege? Contact a professional yep. for over 25 years of experience. Uh, reach out to Zach Morris today, 720-212-4685. This is more like our friend Corey that flies planes. Oh, you got to hook him up with Zach Morris. Yeah. I mean, they could, yeah. they could make some serious deals. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Z-A-C-H at PlumCreekFunding.com. Uh, he's done a lot of people uh, in the industry. Uh, he's done a lot of their deals for their houses, uh, myself included, and JT and Parabinos and all these people. So, yeah, check it out. Z-A-C-H uh, at PlumCreekFunding.com. And uh, thank you to those guys, Plum Creek Funding. Get Vertex, Decal Works, 100% Maxis, and Fly Racing guys all on board with us here uh, on the show. Um, Dylan Ferrandis, second, or sorry, first Moto Unadilla for real or just a good race? I think it's for real with him. I do think he's better. There's no doubt. Is it enough to beat Jet? You know, that's all I guess that really matters in the Mm -hmm. end. I have no doubt that he was riding better because in the previous races, I mean, when Sexton and Jet were really pushing each other, it got to that same thing we saw with Sexton and Tomac last year or you name it, McGrath versus Emig. Like, it just goes on. You know, they were getting that 45 seconds or so on everybody else. And then all of a sudden, that Unadilla mode, I'm like, hey, wait, Ferrandis, they got it to about six to se- 6.7, 7.5, and then it just stayed there while they're battling. And I'm like, they're not putting the 30 seconds on Ferrandis anymore. Right, and right. that proved to be something. But in the end, if you're him, if you're anybody else, just because I'm saying he's better, I'm not saying he's going to beat Jet. Mm-hmm. Maybe he will, but I don't know. It, it's definitely not. That is now going to happen, but yeah. I think he is better. I wrote this in my column, uh, the number one column on RacerX Online, each and every single week, uh, the observations wow. column. And um, oh. I wrote this this week. I think Jet, like, I know he's, he said all year that he didn't care about being perfect. He just wanted to win and win the championship and all of that stuff, right? I get it. Uh, now that he's done it, I think there's even less pressure, and now he's going to really try to be perfect. You agree? Yes, um, and I do think he cared about it more than – then he lets on mm-hmm. because he is a competitor yep. and he knows he has to race a lot of these guys. It's just my theory here. He knows that he and Chase Sexton are fixing for a duel here over the next couple of years. And the more he can hammer on the guy, the better it's going to be for him long-term. Mm-hmm. So yes, I think at one point we had the caller before say rip through the pack. You know, if it was desperate times and he was eight seconds down at Washougal with five minutes to go on a slippery track, Maybe Jeff's like, you know what, man? Yeah. I'm just going to go for second today. But I feel like any normal opportunity he has to whack them all and just keep knocking these guys down, he's going to do it. And now that he doesn't have to worry about the title, even more so. So I agree with you, and I think he cares more than he lets on, not because of being perfect, but because of what it does 
I mean, we keep saying it's going to be him versus Sexton for the future. What better way to establish yourself than to say the first time I raced you, I shut you out? Yeah. No, that'd be great, right? Absolutely. Um, if, you're, if you're him, yeah. Why wouldn't that then, be your goal? And then just yep. sweep 17 Supercrosses and, and away we go. Well, you, you definitely – we don't know how these playoff races are going to work, but you have the potential here to send everyone in the offseason being like, oh, crud. Yeah. Um, by the way, Mark's uh, uh, said that the SMX points never change AMA, never change, uh, does not have Styles Unadilla points in there. So he is only – Styles Robertson. So he is only three back of Daxton – or, sorry, five back of Daxton Bennett. So there's a chance that Daxton and – Forkner mm. and Styles Robertson bump yeah. McAdoo, Shock, and Thompson. Hammaker's safe because he's still racing. He's got 111. He's good. Um, so, yeah, there's a chance. I will uh, – RacerX, we post all these points, too, and we had a similar situation, but for some reason our site shockingly actually did add the guy in. I'm trying to remember who it was. Somebody else came back, and they put his points in a new rider's category. So I'll have to see if we have it for uh, Styles properly on uh, RacerX. Took several days for the AMA to get it right for whoever so, that was. And before. you're saying, and you're saying, and I believe this is correct, that if we have 20 riders that qualify for SMX, but only 17 show up because of injury, uh, then there's only going to be 17 in, and now they're going to take five from the LCQ instead of two. And no matter what, we each, there's only 10 guys on the LCQ line, no matter who's injured out of the, out of that. No, I'm actually not going to say that. So I talked to Mike Pelletier about this uh, at some point. might have been Loretta's. I can't remember when. And they're aware that they need to have extra riders there because if you have dudes get hurt during the day, or as you're saying, like you got to take it. They're aware you could easily get to the situation where you have five dudes on the yeah. game. Yeah, yeah. Like, like and even, all five are going to get Even it. this, like Blos, Martin, um, Oldenburg, with the team didn't go out east for Supercross, so we don't know if they're showing up. Thrasher's out. Yeah. Uh, yep. Cullen Park, who knows? Like, yeah, there's these are guys in 20 to 30 that won't be there or could not, maybe not be there. Right. I talked to Cartwright, for example, and mm-hmm. Cartwright's like, yeah, I've talked to enough people. I think I'm good no matter what. Like, they'll let me come, and I'll have my chance, even if he's like 32nd or so, because okay. Tomac's not going to be there, for yeah, example. Yeah. Well, so they're all um, going to fill up 10 spots on the LCQ no matter what. Yeah, but here's where this gets interesting. Imagine if Austin Fortner is 31st, and they're like, you know what? We have two or three guys that are injured. Nate Thrasher qualified, but he's not racing. J Mark, for example. Yeah. J Mark qualified, but he's not racing. So, you know what? Um, Six guys are going to get into the LCQ instead of uh, two. Mm -hmm. And we're going to add four more guys to the LCQ. So, Austin Forkner, show up, line up. What if Austin Forkner wins the race? Well, yeah. Not just the LCQ. That that could totally happen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes. So, I don't know if they made a decision on this. Look, let's be honest. I don't know if is anyone going to protest if Cartwright gets to race the LCQ. Is anyone going to be up in arms over Cartwright? No. But Austin Forkner presents a potential problem. Well, because he could win everything or anything. I think it's and, I think it's dumb to yeah. have I think it's dumb to be like we only have 10 in the LCQ no matter what. Like, yeah, like I think that that's that's not thinking ahead far enough. Well, the reason you think that way is to try to make it like other sports, you're trying to make it compelling here. You're trying to make it, hey, man, fans, titles might be wrapped up, but there's a couple of things to watch here. you got to watch Styles Robertson and Austin Forkner. If this eighth place that they get could, or like the idea was to make the Ironman feel like a bubble battle. Yeah. And we've got some extra news here. you got to watch Austin Forkner and this Moto fans because he needs to get sixth, and he's in eighth right now. 
But if you just start saying it doesn't matter, well, then yeah. you lose that. So that's so, why they were trying to make it hard and fast at first. Henry Miller's but one, then dudes get hurt, and then yeah, you're like, what do you do? Henry Miller's one yeah. point out, and then he raced a 450 at Millville and got hurt. <laughs> but, like, like, Henry Miller isn't yeah. doing any math on this? He's one point out. I, don't know. I honestly think a lot of these privateers don't even and, didn't even know or weren't even aware. And also, breaking works. news: uh, never change. AMA has Styles listed twice, so he's yeah. way down on the bottom with his Unadilla points. And then, yeah, it happened to somebody else. It wasn't Fortner. Yeah. They did the exact same thing when somebody else came back, and it was just, just yes, never, never change. change, never change. AMA. Yeah. I mean, they're trying. Yeah, I like Mike Pelletier. They are trying. Uh, J Bone, uh, but they keep AMAing themselves. Over and over and over. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, so this is a tough call, man. If Fort Durant's up 31st, some team is going to be like, wait, 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 wait. Why are you letting him race? Well, well I, th- I think you We don't have even to. have 30 runs. Yeah. yeah. I, if, if you don't have the 10 in the LCQ, and then you're going to take more than two, no matter what, because I can already tell you there's guys on the, in the qualify that aren't going to show up, then you're yeah. going to take more than two, then you're going to have a race. Yeah, you have to have – you have to take those guys. You have to, in my you opinion. You have to. Yeah. You have to, yeah. yes. Because otherwise you're going to have eight guys on the line and five right. make it or whatever. Yeah. But if you're star racing and Fortner ends up winning that night, are you going to be pumped on this? <laughs> no. No. No, you're not. So maybe you no. just keep the purse money then, and you, then you're happy. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? We're back to that. Uh, thanks, Weege. Appreciate it. Before we go, we always ask our Moto 60 show guests for the winners of this weekend's race in Butts Creek. Go ahead. Yeah, I'll just go uh, two Lawrence brothers. Okay, all right, there we go. That, that, yeah, that's not not bad. Uh, thank you, man. I appreciate it. We will see you uh, this Saturday at Bud's Creek. And uh, yeah, I don't know if this is the, this is the twentieth year of the first Moto win. Did you happen to hear anything mm-hmm. uh, in your pre pre shows about like sort of doing a, a parade lap or anything? Oh, oh, maybe, maybe. Yeah, maybe there goes my hero uh, dreams from Van Halen, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 20 right. years. Oh, we'll see. Yeah, who Red knows? Dog. Yep. Uh, who, you, who, think, you think Red Dog knows us 20 years? No. No, <laughs> definitely does not. Doesn't even, uh, does he know he won that moto? Only because of me, I think. Yeah. 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 Do you have the trophy? Yeah, no, no trophy. He, he won no trophy. One DNF that day. Hey, you know, I was thinking of the two brothers winning here, yeah. and um, you said that uh, you had to, you said I need to put a correction, I believe, on the air, on the TV show, because I said we've, probably never seen two brothers mm. do this in any sport ever. And yeah. you said that's actually not true. So yeah. But you'd like to explain that. Yeah, I actually, uh, you got a text right away about this. Yes, um, you did. You wanted a correction. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's there's a set of brothers, twins uh, from Sweden, named Daniel and Henrik Sedin. They played for Vancouver forever. And they were phenomenal. They went 1-3 in the scoring race, I think twice. They each won a heart trophy. Uh, back-to-back years uh, where they were judged to be the best players in the league. Uh, they were twins, and they were absolutely incredible for a number of years, and they were brothers. So, This is hockey, though, right? Yeah, this is hockey. Okay, well, I rest my case then. Okay, so, all right, so you're not... We've never you're, seen this before. Okay, so, all right. It doesn't count. All right. Yeah, you're, hockey does not count. Okay. You're, you're an asshole. Thank you. Um, thanks, Weech. Yep. See you. See ya. Bye. That's Jason Wigan, everybody. Fly Race and Moto 60 Show. I'm going to England next weekend. Vet designations at Fox Hill, so no Moto 60, guys. Sad. Next week. Sad. I want the money back that I already paid you. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Okay. Nope. You're my man. Nope. You're, yep. you're the man, yep. kids. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks to our sponsors. Thanks to Wygant. Really appreciate it. See you in a couple weeks.